What does your worship time look like to God? Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. I'm glad you're joining me today for this these few minutes. I've been reading through Isaiah. I got to Isaiah 29, and boy, it's a it's a hard chapter to read through. Uh, the prophets delivering this scathing uh, condemnation of the people of Jerusalem. Um, they have wandered far from God. They've forsaken His ways. Um, they've put their faith in other powers and not in Him. And yet, this is the the city of God's presence. There, there's the temple right there, and and uh, it's it's the place where. Um, People journey from around the world to to experience God's presence, and uh, and yet the people who live there are in the midst of a rebellion, but they are still carrying on with uh, their their times of worship, their um, religious festivals, and all of that. And uh, so, uh, God addresses that to uh, them through the prophet in Isaiah twenty nine, and this is what He says. He says, these people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based merely on human rules they have been taught. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty tough, um, but you can see quickly what's going on here. We have this religious group of people who are coming and offering uh, sacrifices and worship uh, to God, but really it's just an outward expression. It's, it's a meaningless expression because on the inside, in their hearts, they, they are not honoring him as God. Um, boy, it's just an intimidating thought, isn't it, that um, the Father would make an make a, um, evaluation of what our worship looks like. I mean, what if he wrote that about your church or my church? Um, what, would he, what would he say to us? God is the one who doesn't look on the outward appearance, but he looks on the heart. That's what he told Samuel uh, when Samuel went to anoint David as the king. And so he sees deep inside these people, and uh, he sees that they've chosen other priorities, other loyalties besides their loyalty to him. As you read the Old Testament, it becomes very apparent that the people of Judah um, did have hearts that are far from God. Um, but you know what? That's easier to see in other people sometimes than it is to see in ourselves. I wonder if those people saw themselves uh, as God saw them or were they shocked at the words that God spoke? I mean, they must have been continuing to come to the temple and to worship for a reason. Were they trying to fool God? Or did they recognize that their own worship was not really worship at all? I mean, going to temple and offering sacrifices, those are just outward activities, but they don't really constitute worship. Worship is a dynamic connection with God uh, that happens in the heart, an expression um, from our spirit to God's spirit. Uh, So uh, it's a matter of our heart, and that's, that's what they were missing. Jesus referred to this uh, when he said that the Father was looking for those who would worship in spirit and in truth. So these people were using worship actions, but they didn't reflect the truth of the state of their heart before God. Their mouths said that God was the king, but they didn't really honor him as king. They brought half hearts 
They brought empty hearts. They brought selfish hearts. So, what's our takeaway? What what should our heart look like if we're coming to God in worship? What should we be bringing in our heart? Um, I, I thought about several different things. Um, this is not an exhaustive list, but um, for one thing, our heart should be humble. Isaiah 57 says, uh, God again speaking through the prophet says, uh, thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place and also with the one who is contrite and humble in spirit. So humility is important before before God. Also, we need to come with a heart that is that has been cleansed, um, not a heart that is um, bent on sin, but one that is uh, cleansed. Uh, Psalm 24 says, Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. I think that uh, our heart uh, should come, uh, we, when we come to the Father, our heart should, should be expectant and eager to meet with him. Psalm 62 says, My soul wait in silence for God alone, for my hope is from him. I think when we come before the Lord, we should have uh, a heart of faith. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him, that's, that's an act of worship, must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. I think we should come with a heart of awe. If we're really coming before the God of the universe, we should be in awe and revere him. Psalm 33 said, says, Let the whole earth tremble before the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe before him. And I believe we should have thanksgiving in our hearts. We should be ready to thank God for what he has done. Psalm 100 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. So humble, cleansed, expectant, full of faith, having awe and bringing thanksgiving. Those are at least a few of the ways that... um, a heart that is ready to meet God in worship, uh, that should look like. Hope you have a great day.